Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network's Below Deck podcast. Tonight, we're talking Below Deck Med, Season 8, Episode 3, titled We've Only Just Begun. In tonight's episode, we get an insight as to what the full crew is going to look like this season. Interior at full strength is indeed a bit of a shit show. Um, Natalia wants to be both Chief Stew while also trying to burn down the boat. So um, on the other side of the boat, we get introduced to Max, who so far seems like he could be a good addition for Nights Out. Much more yet, we we don't know. Uh, Tensions flare, shockingly, um, as Natalia finds out about a private text between Toomey and Kyle. And just crazy to think that Kyle would share a text message that causes drama. So... (laughs) um, and there's also further miscommunication uh, with service that creates drama between Jack and Toomey. Um, it really does seem like overall um, Natalia and maybe even Kyle a little bit are just trying to poison the water. So, um, you know, Sean, are we watching an episode of Housewives of Med mm-hmm. or, you know, is this what production was looking for when they came back and said, let's, let's run back Kyle and Natalia again. It's what production was looking for. And John, you know, this show has never really had a multi-season villain, like someone who is the villain of a season, then comes back once, twice, three more times. I know a lot of people hate Gary, but not really like a villain on the show. I, I, I don't know. Not like in a classic reality TV sense. Kyle is though. So when they caught when they brought Kyle back, I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit, like, oh, I know why he's here. Just stir yeah. shit up. And he he's good at it. You have to give him credit for that. He's actually amazing at it. But I also I do hate the guy. So here we are. Um and I know so last week's episode ends with I thought we I think we both agreed. Timmy came in a little bit too hot. On the boat with Natalia, and was like, I don't know. And Natalia was like being overly sensitive, but that wasn't, I don't know, to me criticizing the boat that early. We both agreed towards the end of our, the podcast, like, hey, that's a little weird. Like, what? Give it a minute, right? You just walked on the boat. But Kyle had told her, like, hey, Natalia's not going to stay in her lane. She's not going to respect you. And you're going to have to, like, be on high alert with her the entire time. And that's, that's why that fight happened. Right. Yeah, it was a couple things. I do think to me came in too hot. I think Natalia was ready for a fight immediately. Yes. Um, yeah, that's true. But also like Natalia and Kyle have a lot of sass and the, the answer to have a proper interior is not bring more sass to the table. 
it's just to get them under control because they've got huge egos. Um, every time they get on board, it's just an inflated ego. And I think Kyle kind of already set this up a little bit. Uh, I think one of the things was Toomey sent him a text message saying, listen, Natalia better watch out. She's, I'm not going to put up with this, which I don't, she had this trust in Kyle that isn't, you shouldn't have, you can't, you can't tell Kyle anything. You can't even elude something to Kyle and he's going to spread his mouth. And it's not just him. Like Natalia did the same thing in this episode. She, you know, uh, basically gave near zero effort once she found out that, you know, Toomey was you know, thinking of firing her, not even thinking of firing her, but just threatening. If you don't shape up, this is what's going to happen. But then she basically tells everybody else on board that Toomey's got a problem with her. So yeah, she tells Jack like, oh, she's got a problem with you. I mean, she didn't like in the heat of the moment, she wants, she wants the chef to be working faster, but that's, that's not a big deal. And Natalia's trying to create a big deal. She's really just trying to watch the world burn, man. She is. Okay. No, no, it's not all Kyle's fault. But you I guess he was an okay stew last year. He was he was okay. It it's usually people like that don't get brought back in the show. They usually just get fired, and that's sort of it. They don't put people on the show specifically for they put people on for ratings, but not anyone who's like not good at their job. Well, but I guess that... Kyle hasn't proven to be bad at his job yet. I think Natasha being so incompetent last year mm. gave like Kyle a pass. So it was like, oh yeah, Kyle's fun. And we actually thought he was fun at the beginning of last season. We he, he ended up we thought Natasha would be the the villain of the season, but Natasha was just she was somewhat the pawn, somewhat too incompetent. And yeah. I mean, Natalia and Kyle just ended up kind of like running the boat. Now, this time you have Toomey, who, from the looks of it, not only will she not take shit, but she wants to assert dominance. That just really, I don't know if that works with Natalia and Kyle because they're just going to give you so much sass back that. I don't know. I think there needs to be a like a full reset here in order for the season to work the way it is because it's they've been on board together for now one day and it's a shit show. Yeah. So John, um, I guess going back to that that fight they had at the end of last episode, and I know Toomey's just kind of saying I can give my opinion. True, but you don't always have to. Now, yeah, N- N- Natalia after that kind of storms away. Tells a few people that like Toomey's a bitch, and Toomey texts Kyle, saying like, "Hey, not, as you said earlier, Natalia's not staying here in her lane." And so, look, it's already like things between Toomey and Natalia aren't great. Kyle arrives. I'm so confused why Natalia and Kyle act like their best friend when he arrives. Like she literally jumps into his arms. Yeah, they. Yeah. They forget that they hate each other. Uh, okay. And uh, maybe they're like, they like each other off the boat, not in a work setting. I don't know. But then to me, look, I think we thought, uh, what's your name? Is it Jessica? 
I'm already blanking on her name. Uh, Jessica Fourth the Stew. Fourth Stew, yeah. Jessica thought she was a second Stew. Natalia was a Chief Stew for the first charter. Kyle always thinks he's really important. I don't think Timmy should have ranked everyone at that moment. Like, she I mean, just... it's, a, it's a tough look. If you're Natalia, like you went from just being Chief Stew to now being Third Stew. Like, I can see why she did it, but you can't tell me for a second that Kyle hasn't been talking with her for the last four days being like, yeah, I'm the one who's on service, not so good at interior and so good at doing laundry that like, that's, that's what she should be doing. I mean, it's like somewhat manipulation, but I do think it's slap in the face to Natalia. If, you know, if we're calling a spade a spade here, she was just chief stew. Now she's third stew. So I could see why Natalia would feel very defeated and like, I'm not, not I'm not longing for this boat. I'm gonna get fired. And I yeah, I I think of the three of them, I think Kyle's the least likely to get fired right now. Yeah. Yeah, because he's he he's kind of like stepping in between them, saying the one thing that's gonna stoke the fire on both sides, and then they're going at it while just like Jessica's oblivious. Yeah. Um uh, Jessica, who was so happy to be promoted or demoted to fourth stew. Um, you may be right. I, I, it sounds like, you know, Sandy might have to make a decision at some point, which one she wants. Oh, she definitely will. I, I'm, I'm not sure who it's going to be. Um, so, so they have that meeting. Natalia's the third stew now. And then Kyle shows Natalia what Toomey texted her. And yeah, just multiple slaps in the face coming from several directions. Nope. And I kind of get why Natalia doesn't try for the rest of the charter. No, that's not, she tries a little bit because she's best friends with Chef Jack all of a sudden. Yeah. And when she sees him struggling, she does like go down and help. But she's rooting for the services to go poorly. And lunch. That's, yep. Yep. Lunch doesn't go great because it's a little slow. Mm-hmm. Not to be fair. Uh, Chef Jack thought he had. It was I don't know. It was like ten minutes late, right? He knew he had thirty minutes. He gave to me thirty minutes. Like, hey, that's my time. I could have lunch ready. Yeah, and it was really more like forty. But they still liked everything. I know the vegan wasn't like super impressed, but vegans are tough. Dude, I do? think a, a picky vegan sounds like the worst person. Oh yeah. Like you have that's, to, you, that's you, can, you can make the all, you can make the other seven, whatever they want. Um, but not only do you have to make me something special, but I expect it to be a 10. Now, listen, people have dietary restrictions. I get it. But like, let's not forget that they're making an entire one, one chef is making an entire separate meal for you. Um, so I did appreciate that. She, you know, she, she really liked the second meal. So it's not just like she's being picky for the sake of being picky. Uh, maybe she just really did feel like he didn't try that much at lunch. Probably did. I, If you're a vegan, should you just be friends with other vegans? That way, <laughs> if you if you go on a charter, the chef is just forced to care about vegan food? Yeah. That seems like the that's the, the, that's the solution there. Um, so yeah, lunch doesn't go great. They tell you... Refuses to help with lunch. She helps the chef a little bit. She doesn't help on service whatsoever. 
But to be fair, she's not on service. Kyle is with Toomey. Yep. And oh, does Toomey talk shit about Chef Jack during lunch? I don't really recall that. He did say something, but alluding, I think, to like his speed more than his qual. Oh, um, the other thing was, I guess his cheese platter was bad. Like, well, it looked like it. It, they didn't want it, but it also looked like it was just literally like slices of cheese on a. Like there was mm. other stuff, but it just looked like it was like slices of Swiss. I could be totally wrong, but it looked odd. So um i think that's what kind of that's what kind of caused it because i think the chef thought he's like we'll give them this then in an hour i can give them you know a lunch but because they didn't want it that that sped up the process okay so a subpar cheese platter and cookies the guests are just like no thank you without even looking at them i would do the same thing i don't want to load up on cheese and cookies i want a nice lunch that's a weird combo i i'll never turn down a cookie you know that but yeah um Okay, so but Natalia does tell uh, Chef Jack that Toomey was talking shit about him. Yeah, now, and you know what? That's heat of the moment shit. At the same time, like that's yeah. I I don't think it. I was, think he's it, used to that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but he he kind of changes throughout. He he changes his tune throughout the episode where, um, you know, things do get a little haywire when it comes to dinner, and we'll get into a little bit of that. But you can definitely tell uh, the chef has a. Uh, more of a shorter fuse with Toomey. So um, it it sounds like they, so they actually went out and I actually thought, it was, I thought it was a nice thing that they went out and they printed the the menu, showed it to the guests and they kind of changed a couple of things that they wanted. There was just a lack, not a lack of communication, but lack of clarity um, when it came to the actual dinner. Because one of the guests said, I want this and this instead of this. I think they mixed up the order that they were substituting. So um, yeah, kind of a kind of just like a lack of communication, but more so from the guest to the team. Which I mean, at the end of the day, that's still a team issue. But um, that's I, I think a Kyle issue. So one of the guests, I forget her name. Not not Mecca, not the chief uh, or the primary. But one of the other guests told Kyle. She wanted the lobster pasta as her main course because there's lobster during lunch. She's like, Yeah, if you just throw it on pasta, that'd be perfect for me for my main course. Now, this is confusing because the starter course printed on the menus was lobster spice linguine. Now, that does sound like lobster and pasta, right? Yep. Kyle, I feel like. Should have told Chef Jack, hey, this one guest wants that as her main. Can we do something different for her for her starter? Because Kyle doesn't do that. Kyle just lets it happen. It's like, oh, the guest is going to get what they want. Now she does get lobster pasta as her starter course. But when the main comes out, she's... It's weird that she was like... Oh, I'm supposed to get the same thing again. That was weird. It, Cause she, it was basically like, if you really wanted chicken piccata, and for your starter, chicken piccata <laughs> came out, and then like, yeah, for my main, aren't I getting chicken piccata? It's like, no, you just had it. Like, and I think Kyle never has to explain this to anyone. And 
Toomey's getting the brunt of it from Jack. Toomey gets defensive and is like, hey, the this is a guest's fault. The guest didn't understand that the lobster pasta was the starter. And like that she was already getting it. And Chef Jack's like, well, that doesn't sound right that she would expect to get that as a starter in the main. I think so. Kyle, she talked to Kyle. Kyle's a second stew, which is on this boat is actually pretty important because there's four of them. He should have told Chef Jack, like, hey, give this guest a different starter because she wants the lobster pasta as her main. Or at least the uh, option of that. Sean, I'm going to stop you right there. This reminds me way too much of season two below deck sailing yacht, Pita Gate. Yeah. When Natasha said she had uh 15 pitas and daisy's like no you had eight i don't really care what happened i don't really if i'm being honest i don't really care <laughs> what ended up happening here this is a this is like like it, it's this game of telephone of like this said this and this said this and this said this so like, i don't really care all i know is that like at the end of this as a result of i i guess kyle trying to go above and beyond now we have this uh We're kind of yeah, this this bullshit between all the others and like which gets resolved, but I think it leaves a bad I think the the biggest thing here is that it leaves a bad taste in everybody's mouth, specifically Jack about uh now Toomey and kind of the responsibility of taking on, you know, um this role here. John, if you had never seen Bulladeck Dead Under season one, right? Let's let's pretend this is that's probably a good amount of people, right? Because that was on Peacock. Yeah. And they eventually yeah. earned it on Bravo, but kind of on a weird night. And this is your only experience with Toomey. Are you a Toomey fan? No, I'm not. Pro- probably not. No. And she was so popular last year. And I think, look, if she comes out with her head on straight this season and like kind of figures everything out and She'll still be very, very, very popular. She, she could be a multi-year Chief Stew. But kind of a weird start. in Because um, I know then, so Kyle's on lates after dinner, 7 till 3 a.m., you know, dealing with the guests. That's not clean at all. Next morning, Natalia wakes up to a very messy boat, tells Toomey, and Toomey's like, hey, I'd rather Kyle get to sleep if he's up, t- up until 3 a.m. Well, Sean, this is the same shit as last year <laughs> when Natalia was on mornings and Natasha and Kyle wouldn't clean. And then she'd be behind the eight ball for breakfast. Like this is this is Groundhog's Day all over again. And I get it. Toomey's like, I'd rather Kyle go to bed at three rather than 345. Like, yes, I get that. But like you do have to bring you do have to consider the fact that natalia now has to clean this stuff up so like i actually kind of side with natalia on a couple things in this episode about like yes i do think Toomey should be a little bit thankful that natalia did all this stuff for her prep the boat do the first charter um now is picking up for a event the night before but i feel like Toomey's so off natalia already that she's just not giving her any credit, not hearing anything out when like, honestly, Kyle probably should have picked that shit up, man. Yeah, he should have. And 
Natalia's a great, great point. We have four stews. Like who, who cares when Cal goes to bed? You can put him on. You can have him not show up to work until twelve. Yeah. So right, yeah. You got Jess there too, and so they're already yelling at each other. And look, I feel like Tumi changed her personality to be the chief stew. Like she's in her head about it, yep. thinking like no one's going to respect me unless I act different. You don't. Now, when the Italian Kala, maybe you do. But most times, if you're first time being a manager, you can just be yourself. You, can, you have to be a little different than when you're just a regular employee. But you don't, you you don't have to like demand respect all the time. If you know what you're doing, people will respect you. Yeah, I don't who know is, who is the um, who is the one that fired Elizabeth like two seasons ago, Below Deck Legacy, Francesca. Yeah, Francesca, yeah. She kind of reminds me a little, like Tumi kind of reminds me a little bit of Francesca now where like, she's just kind of, she's like stooping to the toxicity level of like some of the stews. And, yeah. maybe, and I actually just feel like Elizabeth was just dumb rather than like being toxic a couple of seasons ago. <laughs> um, but Fran was just out to get her. Now it just seems like Tumi's like, I'm the boss. I don't want to hear anything. It's my way or the highway. And it's like, I don't know if that's the best way to manage this team. And so she's, she's listen, I know I saw the coming attractions. Sandy is going to have a talk with them. We'll just see what happens. Look, this is a tough team to manage. Kyle Natalia, I don't wish that anyone, especially for your first chief, stew, first chief stew job. Yep. Sandy's looking over your shoulder. It's, I don't know. I don't think Sandy will fire to me. I think the optics are too bad on that. She's the, she's the first black chief stew on below deck. I know Sandy probably doesn't want to be the doesn't want to be the one to fire her. But Sandy's also a weirdo, so I I don't know. It did I happen. see? Did I see that Sandy's going to be on like? A new reality show called like Karma House, or is that fake? No, w- Winter House. I Winter House. There's no way she's staying like, in the house. Yeah, like what are we doing here? Like it was her. It, it, I <laughs> listen. I get it. Sandy's never been someone to shy away from the spotlight. Um, but it just. I was in awe when I saw that. I thought it was like an April Fool's thing. Um, that's neither here nor there. I'm not going to watch it. But um, I am going to continue to watch Blow Deck Mad. And I do think we're going to get to a spot here where, like, this is just going to be a, like, Vanderpump rules wannabe, um, housewives wannabe, where it's just, like, a toxic interior. And we get away from what I think makes Blow Deck a great franchise. Yeah. The the Francesca comparison from... Knows, uh, Bulldog Legacy season eight. Yeah, I want to say it's pretty good because all she thought about was Elizabeth all the time. <laughs> yeah, she was running she, in her head. She fired her for using a guest cabin on an off night. On sailing yacht, that happens like every guest cabin's being used every night. It happens in every night. <laughs> yeah, that just happened in Down Under all the time. It just <laughs> it happens in in every franchise. 
Uh, anything uh, about um, exterior? Oh, uh, no, Max. You get yeah. Max. Max is from uh, France. Um, and we don't get a lot about him. I think he's actually a really good addition as far as nights out because it, it was a lot of estrogen on the nights out, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not hating on it. What I'm trying to say is I think this creates a better balance for, uh, you know, possible hookups, attractions. Um, and so he, he's going to be a good addition, uh, because, you know, Luke is not going to be the only game in town now. Yeah. <laughs> With French guys too. Like this guy could be married and he'd still be hit on every girl. That's how French yeah. dudes roll. <laughs> so we'll uh we'll we'll see it does seem uh oh by the way sean we did figure out it's 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 lara it's not it is... laura it's lara okay. l like it's basically l-a-r-a is what how are you someone on someone i forget who calls her laura though what yeah, a... uh Haley. Haley does so that's that was a confusion i think Oh, Haley had like two minutes. She struggles with cleaning. Yeah. That was it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she's she actually has a um, she could be like a character, a voice character actor. Interesting. She's got like a a voice that like she could have been like a little kid on um, like Rugrats or mm. she could be like one of the kids on like Bob's Burgers or something, but she just has like a, like a very like distinct voice that could be used for like cartoons. And oh, hundred percent, yeah. That's not a hate. It's just that you know, just like that's what that's what pops into my my mind when I hear her speak. People have said that to me before, not like for a kid show, but just for something else. I don't know. I don't know what. I, I mean, Sean, you got a face for radio. Yeah, fair. But uh, no, I've, I've just been told of it. People aren't expecting my voice when they see me. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard fair. that before. Yeah. That's fair. That's a little different. But yeah. I mean, um, hey, I'm doing a podcast. So there you go. Um, so yeah, man. I mean, listen, we're going to see what happens to Max. It sounds like he might not be the hardest worker in the world, but he's going to be there for a good time. Um, and the nights out could be, uh, you know, electric. So um, I really don't have anything else on this episode. Uh, if we would just want to jump into awards. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's do awards. My winner was Chef Jack. Now this is going to sound odd. Because he was a little slow during lunch. He made what looked like a bad cheese board, as you pointed out. Yep. Wasn't super prepared. I, I like how he stood up for himself, though, during dinner. And how he called out to me for like, hey, you can't always blame the guest. You have to take accountability sometimes. And he was, he was like, hey, someone wanting lobster pasta for the starter in the main doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We could have figured something different out for that person yeah. or at least talk to them. So I, I just kind of like the guy. But did he really win the episode? I don't know. But... He's my pick. Well, I think he got a lot of screen time for a chef that we think may not have the best TV personality. Yeah. Um, and 
I will tell you, you asked the question, did he win the episode? Um, unfortunately, he didn't, Sean, because Kyle won this episode. He mm. he is a puppet master of puppet masters um, in this episode. So in his brief time talking with Toomey, he somehow convinced her that he's the one that should be second to. Um, he's also got Natalia in an absolute fritz over, you know, telling Natalia about the text that Toomey sent him. Um, and ironically enough, and I actually don't think this this was out of spite, um, but because he rearranged the dinner orders, um, he's got Jack now at odds with Toomey. So listen, if Toomey does get the boot, being second stew, there's an argument to say that Kyle should be it. Now, there's also an argument that says if Toomey gets kicked off, you should probably forego whatever rankings she yes. gave out. But um, listen, Kyle's playing a phenomenal puppet master. I'm not saying he's my favorite person as a result of it, but he's killing it right now. So now, Natalia and Jack have an alliance now against against Toomey. They could, if the chef and Natalia are both in Sandy's ear being like, Toomey's got to go. I could see it happening. Good. And and Kyle just remained silent during the whole situation. Yeah, it, that could happen. Yep. Um. So good pick. I, I had Toomey as my loser. And as I mentioned earlier, you had never seen her on another show before. And you just watched this episode. You wouldn't really like her that much. That's not to say, like, she can't recover. She certainly can, but she's a kind of a tough first impression. Tough for tough day at work. Yeah. If 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 you don't if you didn't watch her in Down Under, I do think she kind of came in, she kind of came in guns blazing and a little cold. A little cold. And just letting Kyle. Just trusting Kyle way too much this yeah. early on. Yeah. And I really, yeah, I just think after you have that fight with Natalia, the immediately call a meeting and you make her third stew and Kyle chief stew. Just salt in the wound wasn't necessary. So, Timmy's my loser tonight. John, who's your pick? Uh, I Natalia. So she got demoted from chief stew to mm. uh, third stew. And she's just being a baby about everything. So, um, listen, the only person in the world who is more sick of hearing about the issues she's having, accepting being in an open relationship, the order is probably her boyfriend and then me. Um, <laughs> so she's like, uh, I still don't know what I'm allowed to do, what I'm not allowed to do. It's like, yeah, you do. You're you clearly had a conversation about this. Um, so I'm kind of annoyed at that. Um, just kind of like out on her. Now, not in on Kyle, but kind of out on Natalia. Man, who are you in an in interior? I think Jessica really loving being fourth stew and showing zero initiative is hilarious. So I think Jessica is my favorite interior at this point. <laughs> I like how during the first episode when they had that temp stew she was like bossing her around and like i don't know, I, th I thought she would be mad she was fourth stew no she her, loves it based on her interactions with the 
the temps do. What was her name? Brooke. It was Brooke. You're right. Yeah. And so. like, yeah, she's just going to be, what do you, what do you do? Help with laundry a little bit? Yeah. So I, do? I think it's just like, she's just good. She just needs a list of what to do and then she'll go do it. So um, it's a zero initiative kind of role she's running right now. So, <laughs> All right, Sean, that's the episode. Um, listen, it's still early in the season. Um, I'm imagining we have like 18 of these, so we're only three episodes in. So we'll see what happens. I think I would like a heavy exterior episode next week, and I believe we get one. I would love that. And a, and a fun night out. So that's that's what we need. But, you know, I, the interior stuff is interesting. I'm not saying I like it, but it... It's going to get old quick, though, how I feel. It's going to get old quick. You're right. Yeah. But it's so short term, good storylines. Thanks, everyone. everybody. Appreciate it. Sean, take us out. Everyone, thank you for listening. Bon voyage. Oh. Thanks, man. Oh. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's going to end in a second. But uh, I think it still might be recording. So you may just. <laughs>